Good morning. Court Radio is now in session. Call 215-227-2727. When you've got legal questions, we've got the answers. This is Court Radio. And now here's your host, Dean Weitzman. Back. I'm Dean Weitzman, your host of Court Radio every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. right here on 100.3 WRMB. And Classics 107.9. There you go. Good morning, folks. If you've got a legal issue today, give us a call at 215-227-2727. The number for all things legal in your world. Put that number in your cell phone. Whenever you have a legal issue, you can give us a call. You can also email me at dean at myphillylawyer.com. Dean at myphillylawyer.com. And you can follow me on TikTok under myphillylawyer. Because we are doing the TikTok thing right now on a regular. Not only am I answering legal issues on TikTok, but I'm giving you a little insight into my world. So, uh, What a world that is. Yeah, just... We uh, should all be so lucky. Just pop on over to TikTok, and uh, I think we are up to about, I don't know, 20, 25 talks or ticks. How do you say, <laughs> <laughs> How do you say that? Videos. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Views? I don't know either. Yeah. I'll call them ticks. You'll call them ticks? Yeah, we got about uh, 25 or 30 ticks up. And uh, most of them are, you know, like a little insight into uh, the life and times of Dean Weitzman. What a life. Um, but if but if you've got a question today, if you've got something you've been thinking about, something that's affected your family, 215-227-2727, and we'll get you on the air. Um, I actually called a radio show uh, a talk show this week myself. Hmm. Yeah. What was that? Um, it was, um, I won't mention the, sh- the radio show because that, I think that's illegal. Um, it's <laughs> frowned upon. It's frowned it? upon. Um, but the question was, do you use uh, subtitles when watching TV? And th- there was a study that, that found that depending on the age, uh, those 30 and under were substantially more likely to watch TV using uh, closed captioning or subtitles. And as you age up, um, the chances of you using it diminish. I happen to use uh, closed captioning. So do I. Um, for two reasons. One, I'm getting older and it's, it, it, you know, if I miss something hearing-wise... Um, I can catch it on the screen. But more importantly, as you guys know, my wife is Chinese, mm-hmm. and um, she uses the closed captioning because she her understanding of English isn't as good as ours, And and but she can read it and then hear it, and it makes more sense to her. Because I know 
Me personally, I watch a lot of Hong Kong uh, action films. Oh, so that's dubbed? Is it dubbed no, or is it? Oh, no. it's in subtitles. It, so it's in Chinese. They're talk. They're speaking in Chinese or Mandarin, right? But the subtitles are English, right? And I'll read the English subtitles to be. Which able- is better than dubbing? That looks right. cool. that looks crazy when they do dub a movie. It, it sounds crazy when they dub a movie. Yeah, I, you know, subtitles, but. You know, you really got to watch the screen. You can't, like, walk away or anything. You really and that's why 30-year-olds and under are using them because they're on their phone. Right. You know, they're multitasking. Exactly. Because uh, they all have ADD. And uh, <laughs> they can't focus on one thing. They need, like, three or four things at the same time. Yeah. Have you noticed that commercials have gotten shorter and shorter? 10 seconds, 15 seconds, 30 seconds. The per- commercials were always at least a minute. Yeah, no, no. There's no one-minute commercials. Never. Never. No, you got no attention span. Well, it's a price too. Yeah, the longer a, the commercial is, uh, the more it costs. Yeah, but, but costs. the minute or thirty seconds was always the standard. I now know. It's, now yeah. it's like quick fifteen seconds, quick ten seconds, boom, and you're supposed to get it. Well, well, they're yeah. ticking. Yeah, <laughs> they're ticking, talking. Exactly. Two one five two two seven twenty seven twenty seven. Let's give you an update on hair relaxer litigation. It's not a good one. I mentioned it last week. I will say it again. Um, the, you know, when, when these cases um, are in their infancy, um, they, they, we use a wide, um, a, a, a wide net because we're not certain all the time what will be a good case and what won't. And what we've uh, uncovered with Hair Relaxer is the ability medically to connect Fibroids leading to hysterectomies is a is not a the medical documentation the medical uh, uh, um, information is not able to draw a strong causal connection between hemorrhoid uh, fibroids and um, and and hysterectomies that were caused by hair relaxer. What we can demonstrate with a significant degree of certainty is that uterine cancer, endometrial cancer, cervical cancer, these gynecological cancers are definitely, um, there is a twofold increase in the likelihood you will, you will incur one of those cancers if you've regularly used hair relaxer. And so those cases that we've originally taken that um, are the fibroids and hysterectomies are on hold. We are not closing them. We are still working with the doctors to try to show that connection because we believe it exists. But if we don't have medical documentation to make that connection, we're not going to be able to move forward on those claims. Those claims are being held, and we're not taking any new claims for fibroids leading to hysterectomies connected with hair relaxer. However, if you have had or have uterine cancer, endometrial cancer, cervical cancer, those cases are good cases, cases we continue to take and we will prosecute. So if you have that or if you know a family member who has that and if that cervical or endometrial or or uterine cancer led to a hysterectomy, which they often do, um, that's still a case. It's just the fibroid cases that we are having trouble making the medical causal connection. And so those cases will be held if you've already been signed up. And if you have not, we are not taking those cases currently. 215-227-2727, the number for all things legal in Philly. And now we're on to Donald D.T. Trump. Who? (laughs) 
You mean you mean PO eleven thirty five three nine zero? Yeah. Um, he has um, surrendered. He has been um, uh, processed. His mugshot has been taken, um, and he is on to case number four. Will any of them get tried before the election? Dean, are they singing now? Well, but that's a great question because I believe Chessboro. Um, the first guy. Yeah. Um, and I, I forgot the second person. They're requesting what's Eastman. called. Eastman. Eastman are requesting what's called a speedy trial. Yes. Which means that. Um, they've set a date for October, I think October 23rd. Right. Was it? So, you know, what, what, what I kind of see is that if they go, if they go to trial and they would have to be separated from him, they will be separated from him. Uh, um, Trump's lawyer gets to see the playbook as far as what they have, um, and how they're going to prosecute. And it seems to me they would have a bit of an advantage, you know, once you see like like the playbook, almost like, you know, the ba- yeah. like a basketball when, you know, when they football. call, ti- you know, or football, when they call timeout because they see how the defense is set up. They call timeout and go, okay, we see how the defense is set up. Let's, let's change call, the play. Let's change the – bingo. Yeah, it would be um, somewhat of an advantage, uh, but – and I don't think that's going to happen. I think I think that they will take the lead with Trump. Um, I think that if they if that happens, they will push that that trial back. But right, but Trump is they can take a year, two years if they, you know, because they who can take what his well, team to gather up his team is all about delay 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 the delay. longer they delay Everything. the better it is for him i say Correct. that the case is going to the case is will go forward in february february of 24 yep yep that's my prediction hmm. february of 24 all cases go forward so dean again there are 19 people 18 of which are not donald trump many of which can't afford their own legal fees Cleary Giuliani. Um, come on, 18 different people, 18 different stories. Someone's going to start copping, please. They people already start, are. They already are. Yeah, some yeah. people are. Yeah. I mean, well, especially in, in the uh, fake electors are already yeah. saying, yeah, they, I'm a, just, I just did what I was told to do by uh, Trump. Trump. Right. Yeah, they, they actually said that. 215 227 2727. If you want to jump in on our conversation or you got a legal issue, today's the day to do it right here. At 100.3 WRMB Court Radio. Yeah. Last um, on Trump, real for you. Yes. As an attorney. Mm hmm. This guy goes through attorneys like drinking water from a fountain. I mean, they, one after another, he finds them. They seldom get paid. I know they know this. What is the attraction or the appeal of taking on Donald Trump as a client? Yeah, I guess it's the notoriety, um, you know, that you're going to be um, front and center uh, in on every news cycle for the next uh, year or two. Um, there is a downside to that. There's a risk, and that is that you will become persona non grata to a large segment of the population because of that representation. Um, so I, I don't know. It's a there's it's a, good and it's good and bad. Yeah, you know, depending on. The, and I'm sure they've. Why at least I hope you know attorneys wise up 
and say, okay, I'll undertake your representation. Uh, the initial retainer will be $7 million. Hmm. And get the check in my office before I enter my appearance. Um, you know, they, they have to have figured that much out, don't you think? You would think. Yeah. But none of the things that we're seeing now, there are precedents for it all. I've never seen a lot of the stuff that we're seeing now ever in 61 years of living. It's all new. We're in new ground here, Dean. But this attorney is very interesting because there's another high profile, if you are following, uh, of hip hop, right. Rico case happening, and it, in, it involves two rappers, Young Thug Young and Gunna, Thug. and mm-hmm. Trump's attorney is Gunna's attorney. So how are we having two high profile Rico cases in the same state happening at the same time? And by the way, she's a champion when it comes to Rico cases. This yeah, is her Fa- thing. Fani knows her stuff. But the attorney has two high-profile RICO cases well, happening at the same time. And that's that the why? reason, that's allegedly the reason why Trump picked him is because he has a, uh, a high amount of experience, a deep amount of experience in RICO litigation. Um, and so there, there was that reason was Trump's basis for picking this and particular also, attorney. And it's also an excuse, I have this attorney, he has this other client. You may have to. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Listen, you know, you can handle two cases at the same time. I mean, what are you crazy? Uh, attorneys have, you know, a docket of, you know, 50 or 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 more cases that they're juggling at the same time. Huh. Uh, they're not all going to come to trial at the same time. It can only be one at a time. Uh, a lot of the legal issues are the same. And so the research you do, the, the briefs you draft on one will help you with the other. 215-227-2727. Um, do you find yourself having to do people question, ask you? I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say the question is whether, whether there are some uh, legal scholars who now say that Trump doesn't have um, the ability to uh, run, run or serve at this point, that the allegations that he created um, an insurrection – in and of itself, under the 14th Amendment, would bar him from um, running for office. Um, you know, so I, I, I don't know. Uh, I can tell you the Constitution says there is no mention of criminal charges or civil liability of any kind as disqualifying someone from running for or serving as president in the Constitution. That is true, Your Honor, but um, the Constitution does mention insurrection. It was created after the Civil War, and it was trying to weed out those that were responsible for starting the Civil War, excuse me, from the South. And so um, it isn't the fact that he's a criminal. You know, all those other crimes may not preclude him. It's the fact that he was an instigator of the insurrection. But that has to go to trial, and it has to be... Well, it doesn't say that you ha- it, the Constitution doesn't say that one has to be found guilty of insurrection, ah. just that one has participated. participated. So even so, being that he was indicted on the January six charges, as per the Constitution, or how we even read forget it. indictment. You're, I, I think that if there's just evidence. And we had our own eyes and ears to watch him, you know, whip up the crowd and send them down to the Capitol. So that unto itself is 
enough proof that he was responsible for instigating the insurrection and that would keep him from running for the office of president. I don't get it because he's running for the office of president. Yes, because (laughs) nobody has filed a lawsuit to preclude him from doing that based upon the insurrection. That could still be another claim coming down the pike. You have to see, and if you remember how Donald Trump thinks, if you've been following Trump for for many, many decades, and and Roy Cohn, they see life differently than we do. In his world, it's who can finish with the most toys at the top, battle survival. All of this is part of life. He's had lawsuits all his life and appeals all his life. Delay, delay, delay. This is all he's ever done. This is this is how he's lived. He's used to this. I think he's scared for the first time. I think he's scared than he's ever been. But this is par for the course. And I think if we're all paying attention, we really should get a great legal education from all of this if we pay attention. Now, there may be, you know, reason to say, and, and I, I'm kind of, I, I mean, I'm back and forth on this. Let him run. Let him run and do and hold off the trials until after he's um, lost. Because there's, I, I, what if he doesn't? God yeah. forbid. Well, the, that's well, the, that's, mm. that's a whole different question. Because <laughs> then let's say that he wins, right? And and um, then that's found, the will of the people. That's what you know. I mean, well, if we, if we want, if the if Americans want to have somebody as low as Donald Trump to run this country then we're in a sad place, and, and maybe the experiments fail. But the question is, no. let's say he, no, let, let's say the, hor- the horrible, he wins, right? And he's found guilty of any of the RICO charges, and he Here does maybe 90 days. Is he really running the country? Like because, Pablo because, Escobar and John Gotti from his cell. From his cell. Yep. Running the country. He, he's not incapacitated. He's not. He can talk. He can walk. He's of health. He runs the country from the cell. No, but it's, there's one small part to that, though. You forget how much confidential information a president deals with. Where's hey, he that never these... stopped him before. You know, well, he... that, but in jail, <laughs> where are you having a conversation in jail where all your conversations are recorded he's, and heard? No, no, he's not in general population. He's got secret service. He's up there in his Can you in imagine his your like... secret service detail? I got to be in jail with you? That's right. <laughs> no. It's like the movie uh, Hancock. He's a superhero, but he got to stay in jail. Oh, I quit if I'm secret service. I quit. I don't care about these benefits or nothing. I, I, I'm my POTUS. My POTUS, I'm trying to tell you. Well, you know, I have more faith in our country than that. And I I believe that, you know, I believe that he does not stand a chance to win a general election. He may win a Republican primary. Absolutely, he'll win the primary. Uh, They're they're, they're that stupid. Okay. He may. (laughs) I don't care. It's the truth. (laughs) Yeah. Truth hurts. Didn't it piss you off? Go on. Um, He may win the, the, the primary. But he cannot win the general election. I have faith in my the, the you know, men and women of this country. Yeah, the well, independents are smarter. They yeah. they're not well, by, they're one, not falling. One for thing this. is for sure, we can, he cannot win Pennsylvania ever again. That's going to happen. Okay, because Pennsylvania is a really really important state in that electoral college. And we can't let that happen. It's not going to happen. Our, it, I'm just saying. On this side is Pennsylvania. Ohio and Florida. Florida's gone. All right. Florida's the, gone. That's DeSantis country. Right. Florida's gone. So all you oh, really right. By the way, did you watch that debate? Any of it? No. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nikki Haley, man. Nikki Haley. 
Um, maybe. She had to gust to tell the truth. Right. She's and the only woman up there. She's going to stand out anyway, and she stood out even more. Right, and that's why she's not going to win the nomination. The crazy, the, <laughs> the Vivek Ramaswamy dude, though, is a MAGA. They love him. Yeah. They love that guy. Guess what? He's he's going for vice president. You know, it reminded me that whole debate was like the an vice, interview was was an interview. It was the vice president debate without you know calling it the vice president debate. It was amazing. None of them are going to, going to win the GOP nomination. However. One of them is going to be a running mate. And they all got the memo, the uh, blue suit, red tie, white shirt, every single you know, one so, of them. Come on. So, you know, uh, the v- Vivek guy, he's he's trying to be on the ticket. Looks like Gazoo. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm with Dean. I think as a nation, we are smart enough not to make this mistake again. I, we have to be. Yeah, now, I, 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 I don't even think it's it's going to be a close call. Uh, I think, and even if his opponent is Joe Biden, who does not have a lot of excitement behind him because of his age, okay, primarily, but, that people see him as being too infirm to be the president of the United States, to be our public spokesperson, our leader. So um, it, he, you know, he just about anybody else, if they are um, if they make it through the nomination process for the Republicans, which is really crazy, because if the Republicans don't want Joe Biden to be the next president again of the United States, they need to elect somebody other than Donald Trump. And they're caught up in this cycle where up. they can't they do can't that. Do it. The big lies got them held by the you know what? They got to stick with that. They're afraid to speak the truth. Um, I hear you about Joe Biden. He ran because he needed to save democracy. Yes. He didn't want to run. He didn't want to. He run. He ran to save. You want to think someone's grooming. You want to think Kamala, Kamala, whomever. Um, but I don't know where that person's going to come from. Uh, I don't Gavin know. That, Newsom. I don't, Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom's mm. a great dude. He's got a. He's got a lot of political baggage. Stop. Uh, stop. Who has more baggage than Donald Trump? Are you serious? <laughs> that's not, Are you serious? That, that's what. Yeah, are well, you but, serious? But he, it doesn't but, matter right, anymore. Yeah, but Guess, Donald Trump has a cult following him. Exactly. It doesn't and, matter and anymore. No, nobody does. else does. No, it no does. not to this extent. Because, like I told you before, Democrats. Voters, they overthink. Independents down. Think independent voters now. They overthink too. Not as much as when not as much as Democrats yes, do. When you're when you're in a cult, you think monotone. You don't think. You follow you exactly. When you have a thinker, they're going. Well, he did this. Well, he might be. You know what I mean? We overthink it. The biggest problem we have in America is we don't have civics taught in high schools and schools, so folks really understand politics. This. Education Social media a, education folks are getting is ruining things. Education is a yeah. whole oh nother issue. Oh, my God. That's all right, a whole all right, all right. We, 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 we just beat this to death. But uh, I, we, yeah. Well, even your boy said when he was talking about Hillary, somebody running with all this baggage, indictments, shouldn't be running. He said Trump said this himself, and he's doing it. Did you call him my boy? I'm sorry. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. What? My, 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 my no, Freudian slip. It's, sorry. No, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's a hood it's thing. A, it's a, yeah. it's a cultural even, thing. Even when you're talking about somebody you lo- don't like, you're like, yeah. yeah. And I'm don't talking put, about see your boy. Don't put <laughs> him. Don't put him <laughs> in any camp I belong to. No, no. That was a racist thing oh, just happened. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
do not. Do I must right. be purged. I, I leave now. 215-227-2727. There's a new four-day work week bill being proposed yes. in Pennsylvania. The legislature has no, proposed a new bill to create a four-day work week. It's about to be introduced in the legislature. It would require businesses with more than 500 employees to reduce their work week from 40 to 32 hours a week. However, less work hours means less pay. Rep. G. Ronnie Green, who plans to introduce the legislation soon, says the 40-hour work week was put into place 85 years ago and no longer fits the needs of today's society. I want to know what you think about that. Wait a minute. You, there was a little, little uh, you he, missed a part. He, went over, he said it. He said it very fast. No, the you're not going to get I paid said, less. Oh, you're not? No. However, less work hours will not mean less will pay. Will not mean less So pay. you will work 32 hours, and you will still get your 40-hour pay. However, if you are an hourly employee, you may receive less pay. Of course. Yes. Well, I mean, that's always with the hourly. Long time ago. Right, but, you know... But if I would if, presume you get no lunch breaks, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you got, no, you have to have this. this no, you have, you have to have lunch, lunch breaks every. So you're not really working 32 hours, then you're working uh, 28 See, hours. This is how a boss thinks. Yeah, well, I mean, you're not <laughs> working 32 hours. You're working 28. You got an hour break every day for lunch. An hour. An hour. Where? That's what half I give hour. my employees. That's yeah, nice. no. yeah, that's, you're you real good with that. <laughs> no. It's a half hour most of the time. Oh, I'm gonna have to rethink. Long time that. ago. No, don't do it. Be a nice guy. Be nice. <laughs> stay, guy. stay. Be, be nice. Stay be being nice, nice, Dean. All right. There's a TV show with Kevin Host called He's the Mayor. There's gonna be a big strike, and the way he settled it, Dean, was I can't give you more money, but I can give you more time with the money you have. So he gave them more vacation time, more administrative leave time, blah 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 blah, and that was the solution. I like this idea. Four-day work week. Catch yeah. it with the rest of we're, the world. We're becoming Europe because yeah. in Europe, uh, you know, they have – and they have long breaks because they have, like, siestas. Siesta. Yeah. That, so bring that back. Um, and then they get, like, the entire month of August off. We um, work too hard you know, in America. We do work more than any other – we work harder. Our, our, we don't take enough time off. We don't vacation enough. That's we're true. burning ourselves out. Yeah. yeah. We do. Well, uh, I don't think it's going to happen this go round, but uh, it is. Either. It's do, being. Do proposed. you like the idea? Mm. Needs to be amended and tweaked a little bit. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm very, you know, in, if I look at my own office, I, I mean, people take a, a, a lot of time. Um, you know, I don't really watch that. I just want them to tell me when they're going to not be there. Mm -hmm. But other than that, um, there's a lot of freedom in my office to take time. Um, you know, and as long as that's exchanged with like, yes, on Friday, I was talking to an employee and it was 540 or something. And he was still at the office. And I said, what are you still doing there? And he said, I got work to do. There you go. And, and so, I, you know, but I, but on the other hand, um, when people need to take time off, they got appointments or whatever, or they have to take a personal day. I don't look and go, hey, you you've used up your personal days. I'm going to dock you for that. Mm. Um, nobody gets docked in my office. But it's those it's the big corporations that this is geared towards because they give their employees practically nothing. Yeah. You know, but does like, productivity drop, though. That's that's the issue, right? If you no, I don't. Guess what? Well, there's there's a couple of things you can do. If you have a thirty, if you have a thirty-two hour work week, 
you can hire more employees, you know, based on who's going to take the Monday off or who's going to take the Friday off. Well, then you're going to increase your salary increase base. Increase your salary base, yeah. Right. Um, and, and, that's, and that's why it's not going to happen. Well, <laughs> if that were to result in greater productivity and you had more income and the bottom line profits were going up, then it might. But, you know, you know, again, at the end of the day, an employer wants to see is the company making more money or less money Mm -hmm. with this process. And if the argument can be made that you'll be making more money because your employees will work harder for the 32 hours than they do for the 40 hours, uh, then maybe it is something that we can think about. What businesses benefit from the now three day weekend? If it's not going to be a five-day work week, we now all have three, right. day, three weeks. So who benefits from that? Yeah, maybe restaurants. Um, you know, maybe you've got more leisure time to uh, and go out and eat. Three-day weekend, if it's a holiday, does that turn into the four-day weekend? Of course. Because mm. you, once, you <laughs> once you have four days of work, you want... You four want, days on, four yeah. days off? Is that the and way it's going to be? And that's the mentality that employee, employers hate, uh. okay? I, if you're working four days, you don't ask for the holiday off. You incorporate that into your time off. You want me to work Christmas? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, but that's going to be one of the three days off that week. Yeah. Um, you don't get that in addition to. So, and the employee mindset is, oh, no, I work four days. This is a holiday week. I'm going to work three days. And that's where there's the ebb and flow. Wow. 215-227-2727. That's the number. If you got a legal issue today and you want to talk about it, you give us a call. We'll be right back after this two-minute break. I'm Dean Weitzman. If you have a history of using chemical hair straighteners and have been diagnosed with uterine or endometrial cancer, call My Philly Lawyer now at 215-227-2727. Frequent use of chemical hair relaxers can double the risk of uterine and endometrial cancer. If you've been affected, we will fight for you. Call 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. When we say winning matters most, we mean it. My Philly Lawyer just helped secure an $80 million victory for a client suffering from a defective medical product. Whether it's a motor vehicle, workplace, or medical malpractice injury, My Philly Lawyer gets results. If you've been injured and want aggressive, thoughtful, thorough representation, call My Philly Lawyer first. Philly's legal champions, 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. I grew up here, went to school here, raised my kids here. I know Philly, and Philly knows me. I started My Philly Lawyer because if you've been injured, your lawyer matters, and choosing someone local matters. It matters to the insurance company, it matters to the jury, and most importantly, your lawyer matters when it comes to getting results. If you've been injured, call us now, 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. I'm Dean Weitzman. If you have a history of using chemical hair straighteners and have been diagnosed with uterine or endometrial cancer, call My Philly Lawyer now at 215-227-2727. Frequent use of chemical hair relaxers can double the risk of uterine and endometrial cancer. If you've been affected, we will fight for you. Call 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. 
legal answers? Here's more Court Radio with your host, Dean Weitzman. I'm sorry. This is, you know, live radio, so sometimes even the pros make a mistake. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. Um, all right, we're back. I'm Dean Weitzman. This is Court Radio, and we were having a little studio conversation. Um, I want to share with you a uh, – today I'm going to share a case that I may have mentioned uh, before, and that is a claim against SEPTA. Um, we represent a, a gentleman who was on a SEPTA bus, and um, he became incoherent and unable to – he really became unable to do much of anything. He, he uh, was under um, – he may have been under the influence of a medication that was affecting him in a way that made him really unable to function at all. He dropped his phone as he was exiting the bus, and he, the phone landed under the bus. He spent probably about three minutes, and that's a long time, trying to get off the bus and then trying to find his phone, which he was looking under the wheel, the rear wheels of the bus. The entire episode was caught on video because I have to say that every single SEPTA bus has multiple cameras. And so um, SEPTA sent me the video, as they do on every one of these cases, and they said, we're not paying anything. Oh, let me say this. The SEPTA bus driver eventually pulls off, catching his arm under the rear wheels of the bus and crushing and breaking his arm. Um, and the, the um, SEPTA sends the video claiming this guy was high. Um, he was out of his mind, and his own negligence is what led him to be under the bus and cause his own injury. I took a different uh, tack on this. I took a different understanding. At this point, it's as if he's a child. The SEPTA bus driver is the one in control and can decide whether he leaves or doesn't leave and whether he calls a, a, the police and or an ambulance at that point, and he does none of that. Eventually, and he comes out of the bus, the driver, looks at the guy under the rear wheels, tries feebly to get him out from under there, is unsuccessful, gets back in the bus, and pulls off, and the injury occurs. Um, I believed that SEPTA had an obligation not to move that bus one centimeter until they got a, a police officer and or an ambulance there and got this guy to safety. Um, eventually, the SEPTA bus driver was fired for the behavior, and SEPTA this week paid us $185,000 for our client that they originally said they were going to pay nothing. And frankly, um, I, I'm, I'm not sure, um, you know, SEPTA has a, a, an advantage in this regard. They have a cap on their damages of 250000 The wheels on the bus can fall off 
and um, the most they will have to pay any one person, no matter whether they've the, the injury leads to their death, it, it could lead to um, an amputation of an arm or a leg. The injury doesn't matter. Pennsylvania legislature has capped the damages of SEPTA at 250000 per person. They know that, and they know that if they take their chance and go to trial and they lose entirely, the most they'll ever have to pay is 250000 so they never pay 250000 And in this case, through harsh, you know, through negotiations over a period of time and through a lot of litigation, they've agreed to pay $185,000 to this gentleman. And we're taking it because we know that we would spend twenty or thirty thousand dollars to go to trial, and the most that he could get would be another fifty or sixty thousand bucks. And after you've paid the money for the experts to go to trial, it's not even that much. And they have people in this disadvantage. We need to increase these caps on damages. They were instituted more than forty years ago. They are harshly unfair. Some would argue unconstitutional at this point. And there is a case going to the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania in September that will address this. And we're all hoping that um, they get the result they're looking for, which is an increase or an eradication of the cap and force the legislature to go back and talk about new caps. The legislature has avoided this because they're scared to face this reality. Um, So that is my story on the gentleman who I spoke to you all about earlier. Um, The matter has been resolved. SEPTA has admitted responsibility, um, and they are going to pay him. Uh, And that's how this litigation works. Um, Their first reaction is never, hey, we're responsible. Let's, Let's, you know, take care of this gentleman and let's pay him. It's always, we're not responsible. Um, And sometimes they're right. Let's give SEPTA their due. Um, Sometimes these videos show me that what my client claimed was the cause of his injury is not demonstrated by the video. You see the client, and this is where radio has a disadvantage, you see the client move ever so slightly left or right, and he's claiming all kinds of injuries that just aren't supported by the video evidence. And in those cases, we withdraw prosecution. Um, we, we withdraw our claim when SEPTA has demonstrated that it's more likely than not that there's an exaggeration um, going on here and that there's no injury that could have been caused by the, uh, the actions of SEPTA in those cases. So with that, we wrap up the SEPTA claim, um, and I invite people, listen, if you've been involved in a SEPTA accident, We have an extensive amount of experience representing plaintiffs who have been injured in SEPTA claims. We welcome your calls, 215-227-2727. But I caution you that SEPTA's buses, trolleys, and trains have video documentation. And if your story doesn't match the video, there's going to be a problem. Um, I tell that to every client when they get signed up. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it doesn't always work. And then I get the video showing, again, that there was an accident or an incident, um, but very little, um, uh, you know, movement or very little uh, interference with uh, the, pay, the, the clients on the bus or the, the travelers on the bus. 
Um, so that's the SEPTA story for today. 215-227-2727. That was a good one. And yeah. he's sticking with it. Yeah. Yep. That's a story and he's sticking with it. We gotta- I'm amazed that legislation hasn't changed yet after all these years. I'm not amazed. I mean, look at the minimum- with all the cases that have come through. No, but though? just look, look at look at Pennsylvania's minimum wage. When was, was the last time that was updated? Pennsylvania is just a very behind state. They just don't progress. Well, what happens is when you have a state where you've got um, Philadelphia, a you know an advanced urban area, Pittsburgh a pretty advanced urban area. And then you've got all these small hick towns in between. Yeah. Um, Are y'all making fun of those people? No, no. Their <laughs> needs or their desires are different. Are different. Yeah. Their cost of living is different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so their representatives who represent them are doing their bidding. Um, and yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. And if you've been out to the hinterlands of this state, which I had, I went to every county I had to, yeah, what you're saying is very, very true. People have different lifestyles, ways of living. Different things mean different things to different people based on how they live. All right, let's take some callers. All right. Line one, Joseph. Joe. Joseph. Hello? Joe. What Joe do you think it is? No, it's Joseph. It's not it's Joseph. Joseph. Going okay. once. Joseph. Going twice. Ah, uh, yes. He said, um, as an attorney, how do you, Dean, view Donald Trump? Do you think he's smart? Um, well, I don't know how you define smart. Um, I so, define smart by do you listen to your attorney when they're giving you counsel? Okay, then he's very dumb. There you go. Um, you know, I, I mean, smart is, is a very difficult word to interpret. He, you know, he was not smart in school. Not at all. Right. I mean, he, he, he bought his way into Penn and from what I understand, um, did very poorly while a student. Um, he's not smart in love. Um, he's not in business. He, yeah, he's not. If four bankruptcies is if is that smart? See, somebody would say, "Hey, that's smart." That's you know, smart. you get to build a casino and then rip everybody off, which is I, what he did. I, I don't know that that's. I don't. I wouldn't define that as smart. Evil genius. <laughs> okay, smart no? manipulation because that? that is manipulation he's a hell of a as con well. Man. How he manipulates his base. Yeah, he's yeah. a grifter. He's a con man. He's real good. Then he's real smart. Okay. If that's your definition of smart, as you know, can I what what can I how can I get over on you? That he's real smart about that. So again, uh, I don't know, you know, if it's IQ, I don't think it's he's smart. Um, but if it's you know how to manipulate the system to my advantage, Brilliant. he's a genius. That's what I'm saying. He's a genius. But I don't think at any given time he's the smartest guy in the room. No. No, but he thinks he is. Yeah. Right. And that's another definition of smart. Like if you over, if you believe that you're smarter than anybody else and you close your ears and don't take their advice, that's showing that you're very ignorant. Like Han Solo, delusions of grandeur. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's talk to Lawrence on line two. Oh, Lawrence. Yellow. Hey, how are you? Hi, Lawrence. Turn I'm your great. Ra- How are you? I'm great. Turn your radio down and give us your story. <laughs> um, all right, Steve. Um, all right. I got a bunch of things uh, for different legal issues, but 
Um, right now, one that's important to me, I do like uh, stocks. Um, I buy stocks on Stash App, Webbull, SoFi App, uh, Fidelity, and also <laughs> with my bank. But all right, now there's just one app called Stash App. Uh, three months ago, they locked me out of my account. And for no reason, they didn't give me any reason for that. Then they sold all my equities, and they haven't paid me back my money. My bank account is still connected to them. They've tried four times, they told me, to send my, to transfer my money. All of them failed. They told me they sent three checks, never received any. That's a lie. And then I also tried to do an ACAT transfer with my bank manager and my financial advisors from my bank, and they denied every single one of them. Now, how I much? How much? How much is? The, what's the 000. amount in controversy? Fifteen thousand. Okay. They owe me. Uh huh. Now, I, I'm going to tell you that you're going to have to go to the website for that app and download the user agreement um, because the question, how do you get the money back, you know, if it involves litigation, that's going to be determined by the terms of your contract. Um, and the terms of your contract with them are probably very onerous. These companies are sharp. And, or smart or manipulative in the ways that they draft those agreements. And usually you have to uh, – you've given up the right to sue them. You have to do an arbitration. The terms of the arbitration are to the advantage of the cash app. Um, and, and, you know, you might have to use AAA arbitration to do it. There are terms, and, and you're going to be guided by those terms – and you need to know them like the back of your hand. Oh, I already have. I have all my documentation. But the, the, the thing is, it's all documented with my bank. This is my money. Well, this is what are you saying? That, 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 I, I, I understand. Right. I understand that. And you want to get your money. And sometimes you have to sue somebody to get your money when they lie to you, cheat and steal. And the terms of how you sue them are going to be contained in the user agreement. And so you're, you're, you need to know the terms because the next step is you've got to file something. You've got to file for an arbitration, perhaps. You've got to, you've got to, you know, you've got to raise some sort of dispute with them under the terms to force them to pay you. Then eventually you need to get a judgment against them. And then the judgment needs to be collected. That's why dealing with these apps is so dangerous sometimes. Right. And what if there's some ambiguity in the actual contract? Well, any ambiguity will always be decided in the favor of Lawrence okay. because he didn't draft the contract. So if there's ambiguity, that could be to your advantage. You may need counsel to represent you on this, mm -hmm. but you're going to find it difficult to find counsel because everything that you've told me means that there's a lot of work to be done to eventually turn this into a win for you. And you've only got 15 grand. And I mean, I say that because it's very easy to spend $15,000 in legal fees. You've only got 15 grand in an amount in controversy, and you're going to be paying a lawyer by the hour. 
Can you add the legal fees into uh, the suit itself? Probably not. Um, mm. In Under the American rule, winners don't get their legal fees. Mm. If you lived in England, you would be able to collect your legal fees if you won. In America, you don't, unless in the contract it says the winner gets to recover his or her costs and legal fees. I doubt in his contract it says that. So, you know, if you spend $10,000 in legal fees to collect fifteen, you're now, you know, pretty much not going to be a happy camper. See, that's, that's, that's where they, they, they know this. Like, when I looked at the B, uh, Better Business Bureau files, because I filed against them on that, and the SEC, and the, and the FINRA, I'm not the only one. Sure. And... And when I see this, it's like, it's like, damn, I should have looked at all these other sites. Because when Google, when you Google them, they're the greatest on, on Google. But anywhere else, yeah. shit. Yes. They're garbage. Yep. People are like, okay, I'm taking legal action. I'm taking legal action. But I'm like, okay, I'm going to take legal action. This one guy from, I think it was in Haifa, uh, Israel. I'm like, dude, why are you calling me from Israel to do a, a case? And they're based in New York, New York, and then Apex Clearing is based in Dallas, Texas. You're calling from Israel. Maybe. Yeah, mm. and I'm like, you're going you're gonna to charge me $1,500 to start my case. They're called payback.com. Uh. They're, 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 they're on Google, too. And uh, uh, they're, they're speaking perfect English. And I'm like, all right. Like, I, I know. I, and there's, like, four separate legal um yeah, they, uh, people calling me because I spent online trying to find the right one, and I don't want to get ripped off from a lawyer as well. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Now, now you have the right thinking, but you, <laughs> you know, some would say that you've you've gotten away cheap. You've got a fifteen thousand dollar lesson, and that is, you need to check, double check, and triple check, and you need to understand that if you have a dispute with somebody you're dealing with online. You have a very high hill to climb if you want to bring them to justice if it doesn't work out the way you hope it does. Lawrence, I wish you the best of luck on that. Um, but we're, you know, I would venture to guess you're not going to see that 15 grand. Um, and, and if you do, you should be representing yourself. You should look at the contract terms. You sound like a smart guy, and you should probably file for an arbitration and see how that goes on your own behalf. Um, and with that, I say have a great day, Lawrence. Folks, we'll be back. We have a quick break to take. If you've got a legal issue, 215-227-2727 is the number to call. I'm Dean Weitzman. If you have a history of using chemical hair straighteners and have been diagnosed with uterine or endometrial cancer, call My Philly Lawyer now at 215-227-2727. Frequent use of chemical hair relaxers can double the risk of uterine and endometrial cancer. If you've been affected, we will fight for you. Call 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. 
When we say winning matters most, we mean it. My Philly lawyer just helped secure an $80 million victory for a client suffering from a defective medical product. Whether it's a motor vehicle, workplace, or medical malpractice injury, my Philly lawyer gets results. If you've been injured and want aggressive, thoughtful, thorough representation, call my Philly lawyer first. Philly's legal champions, 215-227-2727. My Philly lawyer, when winning matters most. I grew up here, went to school here, raised my kids here. I know Philly, and Philly knows me. I started My Philly Lawyer because if you've been injured, your lawyer matters, and choosing someone local matters. It matters to the insurance company, it matters to the jury, and most importantly, your lawyer matters when it comes to getting results. If you've been injured, call us now, 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. I'm Dean Weitzman. If you have a history of using chemical hair straighteners and have been diagnosed with uterine or endometrial cancer, call My Philly Lawyer now at 215-227-2727. Frequent use of chemical hair relaxers can double the risk of uterine and endometrial cancer. If you've been affected, we will fight for you. Call 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. Legal Answers. Here's more Court Radio with your host, Dean Weitzman. Yes. You don't have a mic. I'm sorry. Dean, you'll be happy to know yes. that Barbie has been dethroned. Oh, really? The Blue Beetle. The Blue Beetle? The Blue Beetle tactics? Yeah, but it's, it's still flopped. <laughs> the Blue Beetle still flopped. What's the Blue Beetle? It's a movie. It's a oh. movie. It, yeah, it still flopped. It was uh, supposed to be tracking towards $25 million. It really only made... You know uh, what else flopped? Ten. The Last Voyage of the Demeter. And I didn't think that was going to. That Dracula piece? Oh, well. Uh, Dracula. All right, all right, all right. Bones blew up. Go ahead. Let's get one more caller in. Line five, Neil. Oh, Neil, welcome to Court Radio. Good morning, sir. Good morning to you. What's your question or comment? My vehicle was set on fire. They caught the victim. They caught the people who set the vehicle on fire, and now the city is sending me checks for five dollars whenever they want to. The city. How do I go back? That. Why is yes, the city the sending you checks? Area. Why is the city sending checks? What's the city got to do with it? Well, the the the, the city is making them pay restitution. Ah ah okay. Um, yeah, so what's your question? How do I get my money quicker? Correct, because $5 every other month or every two months is crazy for $12,000. It is. You're right. And um, there's really no way. How do you get blood from a stone? Um, if you've got a criminal who um, lit your car on fire, and I presume you did not have collision uh, comprehensive you didn't you, the car was not insured your only way to get paid is 
you know, and if there wasn't a criminal prosecution, you probably would never have gotten anything, even if you knew who did it, because you, you know, I get calls all week long on, hey, I have a property damage claim. My car was out front of my house. Somebody came along, smacked it. I got the video evidence from my ring doorbell and I want to get paid. Um, and I say, okay, you can first find out who owns the vehicle, find out who was operating the vehicle, because the owner doesn't necessarily mean that he was the operator, and then sue them, and then you'll get a judgment, and then you'll have to try to collect that judgment, and if they have assets, you'll be good, and if they don't, you won't. Um, In this case, you have this criminal who lit your car on fire. If they have assets, if they own a house, um, that's free and clear without a mortgage, then you could, uh, you know, get a judgment against them and then you could, you could enforce that judgment by selling their home. What do you think, Neil, the chances are that that's uh, the case in well, here? My question is when you, when you're, um, convicted and you have restitution, is there terms in that, um, judgment as far as how much they're supposed to pay. Yes, and in this case, I presume it's $5 a week because the guy's probably unemployed, maybe never been employed. Um, and, you know, and there's the if the terms are $5 a week, then he's adhering to the terms and you're not going to get more than that. The city is your collection agency, but they're not going to pay you out of their own pocket. They're waiting for him to send the money. He, th- th- you may be one of a m- many people whose cars he burned, and th- he might be paying fifty dollars a week, and it might be getting split up amongst a whole bunch of people. I I don't know that, but um, I know that you're probably in a bad way, and I don't know there's an answer that's going to make you happy today on court radio. Yeah, they didn't. Uh put in stipulations that they had to pay five dollars a week that's basically what they were sending at first um and then you know it increased because they said that they have to get employment and stay gainfully employed while they're on probation and that's sometimes the best hook you have as as a victim is is getting um the city to prosecute a case and being on the hook for restitution because if he doesn't meet the terms of his restitution he goes to jail so that's a you know that's a pretty big hook um on the civil justice side you know if he doesn't own anything then there's really no hook and so whatever you end up getting is probably more than you would have if you had done this on your own unfortunately okay let me let me ask you this do do you see it the way i see it this is being victimized twice uh, you know, I, I listen, I, I think to some extent, yes, I can feel your pain. Um, uh, I guess part of me wants to know if this car was that important, why didn't you have comp and collision on it? Because your own insurance would have paid it. You know, you don't have comp and collision on a car, folks, that you don't care if you lose um, and that you have the funds to replace, um, or if the comp collision is so expensive that, you know, a couple few years of paying it would have just replaced your car. Okay, then I understand it. But if $12,000 for this car uh, is important, then you should have comp and collision on it. And then your insurance would have paid you and your insurance company would, get, would, get, would be getting paid $5 a week. Right. And I, listen, 
I was getting the insurance because I had just got the vehicle. So the vehicle was parked and and this happened. They yeah. I get you. Um, and it sounds like you understand that, you know, having insurance would have been a better way to handle this. Folks, we're just about out of time. Um, but um, I want to just say I appreciate my callers. Um, you're a big part of the Court Radio family. And we will see you next week, same time, same place.